Hello. Hello. Your voice sounds nice and deep this morning. <laughs> Thank you. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. I often watch, I think you know this, and I think we've talked about it, I often watch TV shows these days with audio captions on, um, mostly because I'm often doing other things or I'm doing the dishes and it's a bit noisy so I don't hear so well or, you know. Anyway, it's not because I'm... And uh, in Jack Reacher, when the uh, when the Reacher uh, title sort of appears, uh, the audio caption says, <laughs> Thunder Crashing. <laughs> And I think we need something like that for midlife, like thunder crashing. I mean, it, uh, well, think? it's quite tricky because podcasting is an audio medium, so I'm not quite sure where these captions are going. So <laughs> we need <laughs> we need somebody to run into well, I mean, our house. There's a slight bit of confusion on my part. I get that. I, get I thought that. you were just going to go around every listener and just hold a sign up at their door, thunder crashing, and then leave, like that man in Love Actually. Yeah. I could do all four of them. That's right, that man in love, oh, actually. Oh, gross. Is that, that man or the film? All of it. It's not your thing, is it? it I, mm, I watched it once on an aeroplane, and I think it was because <laughs> um, I w- it was a long-haul flight. It's the only, not the only, it's the one of the two long-haul flights that I'd taken. Or I should say... So long-hauls to the United States. I, I'd gone to the United States twice, both times to New York. And once I went to South Africa. Oh. Mm, yes. Well, it's, that's a longer flight, isn't it? It is. It's a very longer flight. And we flew to... <laughs> it's a much more longer it's much, flight. It's a muchier, more a longer flight. And uh, we went to Johannesburg and then Peter Maritzburg. So we, we had a connecting flight internally as well. So it, and, and, and I think there was quite a lag between... Yeah, so it felt like we were just, yeah, just airplane shaped, aeroplane shaped. Your uh, this is a bit of a um, this is a bit of a cheap diversion, but your uh, your much a much much a longer uh, reminded me of a billboard in Melbourne. Maybe it's still there as you came in from the airport. The airport's a long way out of Melbourne, mm-hmm. as they often are, and um, you'd come in sort of over the freeway, and then just as you were just about to get off the freeway, curving around in the city, right sort of in the middle of the city at the point, there's a big billboard, which must have been for something that was um, improving erectile function, and it just said, stronger, longer, donga. (laughs) (laughs) But the weird thing is it doesn't quite, you know, stronger, longer, donga. Or stronger, the longer, donger. Anyway, but it's uh, it always did make me smile just because of, hey, Melbourne, nice to see you again. Anyway, um, long-haul flight, love actually, cried, watched it again, thought, wow, this is the biggest bag of shit I've ever watched. And it's that thing about being <laughs> at altitude, it al- alters your brain. <laughs> oh, you don't think it was just because the, uh, the second watching you saw just how um, how manipulative, manipulative it was? I, I was genuinely unhinged being that high up and, and and that tired. So everything was just, you know, I've got peanuts. 
Peanuts for me. Of... <laughs> so you know everything. I think of all the things I will miss or I miss about flying, especially long haul, is that sense of um, that that you just use the word unhinged. Mm-hmm. I love that feeling of being disconnected. Mm. Um, yeah, really, and the particular sound. I just that. Yeah, it's very. I find them very. I, used to, I mean, I used to sleep a lot, but, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I've slept through a long haul where I've slept. Fallen asleep before the takeoff and slept through the landing. <laughs> uh, just in case people don't know this about Simon, Simon can sleep standing up. Yeah, yeah, everywhere, sleep any day, any time except except in my a bed. bed. <laughs> except a bedtime in the night. Nah, that's that's done. Uh, <sighs> I've had a couple of strange. Um, a couple of strange sort of gone on a couple of benders this week. Okay, not, not you know, uh, not your regular uh, drug fuel. Oh, I was bender. going to say you're not going to tell me that marijuana leads to heroin. <laughs> thank no, you, Tom Waits. No, or that I uh, thank you, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, or that I you know lost three days of my life to whatever it is. But I, I thought, you know what. Tonight's the night. I think it might have been Wednesday. Tonight's the night I'm going to find out again. I'm going to teach myself. I'm going to learn again how to fold a fitted sheet. <laughs> okay. There are a lot of YouTube videos yeah. explaining how to fold a fitted sheet. Yeah. And I think I looked at 90% of them. Mm. And I actually just gave up in a slight bit of... I can't do this. And there was even one that had that the person had her back to the camera, which I thought was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't have to do all that mirroring thing mm-hmm. that you have to do in dance classes. And and no, and I um, – but then what I didn't do – and so I gave up. I actually gave up. I lost an entire evening to not learning how to fold a fitted sheet. And what I <laughs> – because I like the idea of being able to do it, you know, mm. like I, every week or two weeks or whatever it is, I kind of look at it and go, oh, and, um, and what I didn't do was look for pictorial ones because I think maybe they're better for it. Maybe for because it's stage by stage rather than trying to see something in motion. Exactly. So I'm going to have to go back to that, and I can I can report. <laughs> well, if we're going to talk about the folding of bed linen. I I have a I have a technique. If we are, we don't have to. <laughs> just are, Susan, but, just you know, hold your horses. I, <laughs> I have a technique where I it's not it's not patented. It's not something that I've got off the internet. I just have a way that I turn it into like a little pouch, which I'm I'm happy with. So it kind of it addresses the sagginess of the corners and makes it quite you know coherent. And then I um I, I fold my duvet cover around it, and then and this is my favorite thing. Then I fold up three pillowcases, lay them on top, and then take the fourth pillowcase and slide everything inside the pillowcase. So that all of the bedding for the next time is ready to go. I just go to the cupboard, I pull out a package, and it's all there. There's no hunting, there's no confusion, there's no, have I got enough pillows for this? The set is ready. That's my life life hack. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm... (laughs) 
I'm quite impressed by that. I don't think I'd like to do that, though. But I what? Do, I do... Why wouldn't you want to like shave the the hunt for pillows off your? Because I like the individual folding. I really it brings me a lot of pleasure. And I don't think uh, having a loose uh, a, a basically a, a pillowcase which is full of other things. A little bit like the Christmas. We used to hang out pillowcases at Christmas That's just time. Greedy. That just feels. <laughs> a sock is plenty. I uh, I Ours want you to came, know. Came in pillowcases. I want you to know that everything is folded inside of the pillowcase. So everything not remains folded. They're not in. jammed in. No, 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 no. It's the, it's the pillowcase that's doing the carrying yeah, that's the got pillowcase. My, my ever so slight uh, OCD-ness. Um, mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Disturbed. L- perturbed. Tell me, are you, uh, are you a, a bed linen ironer? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Oh, no. The iron never... In fact... I, Oh, no, we do have an iron. So um, the other bender, mm. there was two. Mm-hmm. The other bender was, uh, oh, Lee Miller. Oh, no. The Traitor. The tr- uh, the TV show, The Traitors, plural. Uh, I, what? Yeah, The Traitors, is it? I think it's plural. It's I've plural. not seen it. I'm, I'm familiar with it. It's, a, it's some sort of a <laughs> g- reality, reality TV, TV sheet. But there's a game show element to it. Is that right? So it's like... You've got to trick people to do something to win something. There, oh, that's that's pretty good. That's a pretty good uh, summary, actually. There is a group of people in a house, and they're living there for weeks. And a certain number of them are traitors, but they're pretending that they're all. There's a there's two tribes: traitors and faithfuls. And the traitors get to every night effectively murder one of the faithfuls whilst trying to remain. Um, it's like murder in the dark on a, a large scale. Right. Okay. And uh, I don't know what else to. I don't. I'm not sure whether to say anything about it now because if you haven't ever watched, I it, haven't. Uh, I haven't. Not because of spoilers. No. Not because of spoilers, but just because it's unbelievably addictive. Ah, so it's like a it's a, a well to fall down. It's yeah. It's like TV crack, basically. Good. 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 But what's but what's curious about it? So, and what happens at every night? I mean, I will tell you because I think it, it, you're not going to watch it, are you? I I don't know. I might. I might not. It's unlikely. It is. It is very good. Why don't you watch it sometime and then we'll talk about it then? Okay. I'll. I'll. Yeah. I'll do you can that. just cut the spit out and and, <laughs> and and in terms of something just just as a little as a just an insight into human nature and the way in which groups function. Yeah. It's extraordinary. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it it is really, really extraordinary the way in which we, the way in which we want to be in, and the way in which we force other people out. It's it's mind-bogglingly hilarious and slightly disturbing because of it. Watching, not that I'd be any different if I were in that. And situation. that's the bit where I think I get a little bit anxious with those things where people have to do, um, kind of, the tasks of eating. Kangaroo bottom. I mean, I'm just not interested in that, and I'll never watch that because it's it's not a thing. Yeah, that, it's a different. Show. I know it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that. Just to be clear, yeah. to the listeners, that... <laughs> there's no kangaroo bottoms eaten. <laughs> I, I don't know what that show is. Um, but, uh, I yeah, think it's that... a celebrity thing. I'm not interested. I've never watched it. It's not a thing. Oh, is that the one that the uh, the, the politician? How is it that a politician became a celebrity anyway? Yeah, that, it's wasn't best. that Mike the Dick? Mike the Dick. <laughs> it's not his name. No, but what's it, his name? You know, which which oh. one? Because there's been more than one politician on the, it. One of the originals. One of the original. One of the OG uh, 
absolute knobbins on in the Conservative Party during the pandemic. I was going to say Mike, that doesn't narrow it down. Matt, I, Matt, Matt Hancock. Oh my god, he was on it, wasn't he? On a celebrity thing, I believe he was. Yeah, and did he eat kangaroo bum as well? I don't know because I didn't watch it. Yeah, come on, it's, come on. It's, let's so, okay, sorry, sorry. What I was trying to what I was trying to uh, to to say was that when there are those shows, not the kangaroo eating shows when there are the ones where you have to have alliances they make me feel so deeply deeply unsettled because i just get such secondhand ick from everybody's behavior that i just like no no so knowing now that there's an alliance process i'll never watch it it's not it's not quite like that in the sense that what's more troubling it's actually kind of more beautiful in the sense that it's predicated on trust and then mistrust. But the weird thing is about how people decide who to trust and who to not trust is slightly arbitrary or based on all the things that we would normally do if we were in a social situation. You just get a feeling about a person. <clears throat> you know, maybe it's the way they, the particular way they talk yeah. or it's the way they shook your hand, all those little things that we, you know, we often don't even realize we're oh. making decisions about them, yeah. right? And so it's a little bit like that, but they're uh, condemning people based on those kinds of arbitrary uh, traits or states. Or and, and But it is really – and so there is a sense of them trying to go, sort out the people, the so-called faithfuls, are trying to figure out who the traitors are. And the traitors, of course, are trying not to reveal themselves. So it, there is this – is alliance-like, but not really in the way in which lot. Oh, I don't know what they are. What's the one where they get voted off the island? Ooh, is that Love Island, or no, is it? Or that, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know have any. We of bumped these into a. Yeah, this is not. This is clearly. This is not. not our, your, this uh, is not my wheelhouse. I people. I I kind of know the names of the shows. I think there's something called Love Island. I no, don't. It was, know who's it was in like it. in that bed. It was in the house. Survivor. And, you know, the tw- Big Brother. Yeah, that was one. Big Brother, it's both of those. Yeah, those yeah, are the two I was yeah, thinking. Okay. It's really is, uh, I, I mean, the thing that I'm clear about is that I would be truly useless in the situation. Because I think for exactly the reasons you've described, the ways in which uh, the kind of the capacity to connive and the capacity to think that you're right and to be sure about being right, I just don't have these... Uh, I don't have these traits. Also, yeah. Yeah, I think what worries me is I think I might have a kind of an innate conniving ability that I try quite so you'd be hard. you'd be really good no, at No, no, I'm not sure that I would be good at it. Um, I think what I'm saying is that my my worry is it would play into my worst devils and it would pull out the worst parts of me ro- rather than, you know, usual daily discourse encourages you or at least encourages me to try to be the better the best version of myself yeah, to be yeah, nice yeah, to people yeah. to be kind to people because actually, and in this case you wouldn't be doing the editing so yeah. you wouldn't have control exactly. over whether you actually end up yeah. appearing yeah. nice yeah. as well yeah, exactly and I, I don't think i would because i worry that my <laughs> I, I worry that the, the baseline of me is is venal and uh and and, and not kind oh. that's my worry do you do you really do you do you really th- do you entertain that possibility quite truthfully? I think I come to judgment of people so rapidly, um, and I and I and I think anybody who's been listening to this from the beginning knows that that is what I don't want to do. I want to be curious. I want to meet people. I want to listen. I want to understand. I want to learn. I want to grow. But my hardwiring is yeah, nah. 
So, so I, I worry that if I was put into a situation where the yeah, nah, what, yeah, yeah, that, that that was the that was the purpose of the of the um, of the the meeting, I'd just become very like oh, and I can I catch myself all the time, just going oh gosh, you've really really got to. Which is why I don't think you'll ever get me on those shows. But Simon, I'm, it, 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 that makes me wonder about the thing you said about handshakes, or, or, or you know, does somebody always start a sentence with "I"? Um, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. What do you do? You know what your and I'm going to use the word triggers. Do you know what your triggers are for not trusting or not liking or not connecting with someone? Can you can you sort of do you? Do you know what your yeah? Do you know what the the tells in other people are that make you go nah, not not okay? Yeah, I don't. I I'm not sure about visual ones. I've done all those. Um, you know, there's all those kind of unconscious bias tests on online, mm. which are hilarious <laughs> and um, also quite fascinating. Uh, and they don't. Whenever I've done them, they don't seem. I don't seem to. You know, I don't pause longer over people of color than I do of white people, which I think is the, you know, the uh, that's sort of one of the tests. It's yeah. a Harvard one. I can't remember. You can, you know, look it up online, or it'll be in the show notes if I if I get around to it. Um. Uh. So yeah, I'm not sure about visual cues. Like, there's something about. I mean, I think I probably have a bias. I th- I think I am more relaxed around women than I am around men. So I'm. I think I'm more likely to be guarded around men than I am women. Mm. Um, and I think the main one, which is not a quick one, is that sense of uh, self-absorption. So if someone's, if if I'm in a conversation, who I've, if I've just met someone for the first time, and they are just talking about themselves mm-hmm. very quickly, mm-hmm. well, I just go, wow. I, just a little bit of curiosity in me would just be great. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's a that's a pretty big that's a pretty off-putting thing, but that's very different from uh, yeah these kinds of things that well I mean the fact that they're not really you know we're not really aware of them they're subconscious mm. uh, sub- subconscious yeah 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 I think it's I mean you know again I'm speaking generally it's uh, that's yeah. I think it's really in, in any kind of and I think that's really important in any sort of binary situation meaning you know in this case uh, I'm just choosing the binary between men and women and. Clearly, you know, <laughs> that's a different conversation. But let's just say for simplicity's sake uh, that the the overlap is far more important to me than where they diverge, if you understand what I mean. So there's, it's not like it's all men. Uh, and what, what percentage would it be, you know, that I sort of feel slightly less at ease around men? But, yeah. but you also have to remember that most of my professional life has been surrounded by women. Yeah, but the thing that I also am aware of is that most of your educational life was surrounded exclusively by men or boys. Well, high high school, four years of high school was, um, was it an all-boys school? Yeah, which feels to me like massive, like huge in terms of the 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 development of, because that's the, I think it's at, it's at yeah, high those, school. Those years, yeah. 14 to 17, basically. See this the yeah the thing about that was that actually it was a it was a safety zone for me because I the reason I left the school I went to was because as long term listeners know I was I was bullied so I was left that school to go to a school and and my part of my rationale about wanting to go to an all boys school was just feeling like there's just something about none of the kind of 
stuff that was starting to go on between boys and girls as a 13-year-old, which is not really related to me being bullied. I could probably, I, I mean, I could if I wanted to try, but I'd be making something up there. Um, was that so, that so that going to that school, which was Wellington College, was basically it became a sort of safety for mm. me. And so I was very, very careful about the friends, the friendship groups I um, associated with. And that's where I really learned to try and be friends with everyone. <laughs> There's a failing task if ever you, you know, uh-huh. but, I, but I was really trying not to be in a group. Yeah. I spent at least the first year and a half being very, very, very careful hmm. because I just didn't try. Why would you, why would I trust anyone? I've been, just been bullied by my friends. So, you know, I mean, and I'm also not just bullied, but. I had the shit bullied out of me. Yeah, yeah. You know, head held down a toilet kind of bullying. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I don't. I, and so my sort of sense was actually from that moment was I was perhaps it's perhaps it's, it's slightly weird, but I was learning to trust men again. Yeah. As as I was becoming a man, you might say. Mm. Um, yeah, but that actually that makes. That sort of re- rewires my understanding because because I, I I don't think I sort of I put those narratives together in quite that way, Simon. So I was thinking, but you you were surrounded by men. They, you must be really comfortable. It hadn't occurred to me that the reason you were surrounded by men, the triggering action was the fact that you had been bullied by men. Yeah, and yeah, so, exactly. And, and, yeah, that, was... and actually, the, it was kind of it was more a more a process of healing and trying to work out how to be with rather than. Yeah, just a natural sense of bonhomie. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, no, abs- absolutely not bonhomie. I mean, it became that. I certainly have very good and re- still have very good friends from from high school. Uh, uh, yeah, and so I don't. I th- and I think, yeah, but I think the main thing is professionally since then. You know, right. pretty much. And not 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 at high, not at, as an undergraduate. Uh, the closest friend was a boy for sure. But I still, even then, I think there's something about. Um, I think. I was learning to flirt and the pleasure of flirting. And so there's something about that that I think, uh, yeah, that I became comfortable with. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to it is, but I, I, I also think men are kind of horrible as well. I mean, slightly, you know, generalization, but you know what I mean? I just, uh, I just think the way in which power is wielded by men, the way in which they use strength, the way in which we, um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm much, I am less trusting of men for sure. Mm. Interesting. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, pleasure. No, no, I was just, I was trying to think about that. I was trying to think more about those icks you just talked about. From, oh, as in inter, when I meet people, the icks that I have. Yeah, when you, yeah, exactly. I absolutely know that it's when people talk about themselves, um, which is why, well, two two things. One, I live in terror that that's me, so that's a thing. Do you, just, do you ask people about themselves? I try to, but I wonder that I worry that I, that when I get nervous, I forget. Hey, because I, 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 I'm in a way, I think, and I don't think I'm doing this on purpose. I think I'm effectively setting a trap, which is to ask questions of people. And then they, they, why wouldn't they just keep ask, answering those questions or yeah. responding to those questions as opposed to <laughs> actually, there's the trap is actually he's asking me questions, but he wants 
to him, you know. <laughs> he, he, he wants to talk about him, but he's only asking me about me. And then he's going to walk <laughs> exactly. away and say that I'm self-absorbed. Huh. I feel like I couldn't win in that situation. Yeah. Um... <laughs> now, can you cut that bit out? Because that really does make me sound like a complete asshole. But it's but, so true. But I also, so true. I don't think I will because I think, I think I might, I think I might be guilty of a similar thing. Um, but probably coming from a slightly, you know, from a place of thinking, I think I talk about me a lot. One of the things that get, that happens at the end of the, uh, when we Spin finish a guy on a podcast, <laughs> when we finish recording, I look at the waveforms of your speech and my speech. And when there is much, much, much more of me than there is of you, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the worst episode in the world. I hate myself. Why did I talk so much? As if that's not what we're expected to do on a podcast, but I get really, I get really self-conscious when I can see the different waveforms and there are some weeks and this week will be one of them where at the beginning you you talked quite a lot I'll be like yes brilliant Simon's the one who's talking I won't be shit as in I won't be judged and I really because I really like listening to you so that's dead easy for me but I don't yeah so I think yeah. that I mean ideally once we once we start once we start you know because we just the cash is starting to roll in but once it really starts rolling in we can just get an editor and they can deal with that so you don't have to worry about it Exactly. 